Hey there, and welcome back to Positive Music, a podcast by music fans for music fans. We are your hosts, Matt and Jeff, a father-son music-loving duo. Today's episode, you know, we've been off again for a couple of weeks, just got married, had a honeymoon, had some time off a little bit here. So we figured, you know, we'll take a little bit of a break again. Sorry about that, everybody. But, you know, we're back. We're trying to get back to normal here sooner or yeah, later. Yeah, it's, it's just getting into a rhythm again. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm moving. I had to move in that time period after the breaks that we've had. And now I'm fully moved up in Fargo, ready to go. Started. Yeah, I think it's been almost a month, maybe. It's been, it's been three, three weeks. weeks. Yep. All right, yeah, three weeks. Because so we, th- we got three weeks of new releases and then our challenge yeah. for each other. Yep. And so, you know, we'll get, we got a full hour here to talk about. Oh, yeah. And then hopefully after this, we should get, be able to get back to normal and have exactly. a, like a, a normal episode. <laughs> I'd hope. Yeah. And, <laughs> until, you know, until something happens, we have to take another and I'm two, no longer sick. Hiatus. I'm no longer sick. So, you know, that oh, only took it's five weeks. so good for you to not be <laughs> hacking up storms out Finally here. Finally healthy. Mm-hmm. Got my CPAP machine, baby. I'm rocking and rolling. I'm sleeping <laughs> good. Uh, you know, now I'm. Now look out, man. I might be a whole new me. Look out. Yeah, so so I'm really excited. We, uh, we gotta get some more guests on. I think we need I a know. guest. Expert. I think we, we might have to try and figure out a guest situation. I might have to you might have to. I have to talk to some people, or you might have to talk to some people. Oh my <laughs> I goodness. Might have to. So yeah, no so Jeff listened to seven albums this week, and I listened to nine. Yep. So we had a full week listening of listening yeah you had 10 total i had eight total with the yeah. with the challenge with the, with the extra one yeah so yeah. so it was it was a long week to say the least <laughs> listening to music but uh i'm not too upset i guess it could be worse well one of my album was only one hour and 23 minutes i don't know about you but um i had maybe four albums over an hour oh yeah i only had one but i, I had, had another I, one that was close i had four probably yeah but one one hour 23 was a bit long but all right it was an interesting album all right so we'll break it off with a shorter album for me from emotional oranges so yeah you might as well go first so we'll get right into it right emotional oranges with the album the juice box (laughs) emotional oranges emotional oranges oh boy it's a it's an r&b group i'm already emotional just thinking about it and so it's very like uh like a soulful (laughs) feel to it um yeah. somewhat bigger features i guess in vince staples and becky g interesting they do have two thousand two million monthly listeners so not, and and so the bad. person that they pulled in becky g is sitting at 23 million so is it the juice box uh yes it is the juice box uh... so i mean there's some some bigger people that they pulled in for this album uh creating a nice soulful r&b feel to it um none of the albums felt the same i think there was a good flow through it from one song to the next so uh, so there there's this is what their third album it's their third studio album so they had the juice volume one the juice volume two and now the juice box oh yeah they're big uh i mean their name is emotional oranges yeah but isn't they're not very original <laughs> well i mean what do, what do you what are you talking about uh there's some great movies that are you know not great sequels names yeah but what, what shrek shrek 2 shrek the third well oh, come on now i mean <laughs> emotional Toys. oranges okay you could have done navel uh what are there what uh whatever the uh what are those those <laughs> can you name cuties? can you name cuties three, yeah name right three cuties? okay yeah right. tangerines so you could do a lot more <laughs> things than just the juice the juice volume two and the juice box. 
Well, they were still trying to find their sound with the juice and the juice volume too. Apparently, they haven't found it yet because they're still stuck uh, on the juice. I think, I think they have. With with the two year hiatus between uh, the juice and the juice box, right? Gotta love these names. I will give it to you. That is kind of funny. <laughs> I think I think the I don't know songs, how you pick these guys, but whatever. I think oh. the three songs that really stand out to me was all that with uh, Channel Trey, um, Bonafide with Chilled. And uh, I actually really liked uh, Lock It Up with They. Um, so so right. each of these songs have a feature on them from the album. I see is, that. I think is really interesting. Um, I'm not a big fan of that. There are some albums. My least like album of all time is one of these albums. But it's right. by Ed Sheeran. So it's a big difference. Um, okay. But if you want to play uh, Bonafide. Bonafide. Okay, here we go. Are you okay sleeping through the silence? Give me space and time allow us to become whole again. We deserve to try step beside your body. Gotta think about that something inside you. Hold that fire in your soul. Well, that's kind of cool, beat. Yeah, you were nodding your head the whole way. You were kind of enjoying it, weren't you? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Oh, geez, you're really close there. Oh, that is loud. <laughs> Oh, a little bit of echo? <laughs> oh, no, you're just... Did they change? Did they lose you? No, did you lose me? I don't know. Am I, I, am know. I talking? Yeah, technical difficulties. We're good. Woo! We made it. Okay, so that All was right. uh, Bonafide by Emotional Oranges. Uh, Jeff was having a fun bob to it. I will say I do like Yeah, it's got a good beat. I'm not going to I'm not going to argue that one. Um, I think the rest of the album is all right. I think there are songs that stand out. There are songs that fall underneath. Right. Um, Emotional Oranges is, I don't know if they've yet to put together a complete album that's, you know, decently well. I think okay. the first two, I'm pretty sure I listened to them. I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure I listened to them before. Yeah, I have a couple more from them. Hold on, let me see. What are some other songs that I like from them? I like hold you back. I like just like you, and I like motion. So those are some other songs from Emotional Oranges that I think are pretty good. But yeah, I I gave this. Uh, see, I was teetering between a four and a five. I think I'm gonna go with a five. I think they earned did enough to where I'm gonna probably listen to the full album again. All right. But I don't know how much, how many times I guess is how how I'll listen to the full album. Jeez, I'm struggling today. <laughs> Anyways, that's I think that's all I got for emotional oranges. All right, well that's good enough. All right, so my first one uh, was an interesting pick called "Lightning Bug," a color in the sky. <laughs> huh. Um, they listed their following genres as where they would fit: pop rock, alternative indie rock, indie rock, indie pop. Sounds like my stuff. Yeah, I was going to say interesting band. Matt, more up your alley. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds like me. Very melodic and definitely indie pop. Uh, I like the Return and September Song Part Two. Kind of like your Juice Part Two, or the whatever the it juice is. Part Two. Seven Not my favorite, diamonds. but but this one's getting rave reviews on Metacritic, scoring an average of eighty-five. Really? Not wow. for me. Not for me. But for you, maybe. Uh, Ten songs, just under thirty-nine minutes. I gave it a four. Eh. I'm not really thrilled about it. It does have some interesting beats. Uh, but again, I think you might like this. 
Uh, so I'm going to play the one song that's getting the most traction, which is uh, the right thing to do, I believe. Or the, I like the return. I like the return. It's not getting as many plays, <clears throat> but that's what I'm going to play because I like that one. The return is the uh, the first song on the album. It's actually getting one of the least amount of plays. That that tone kind of sounds like the rest of the album. Okay, well, let's. So kind of a you know, kind of a laid back, kind of a you know, chilling, more type album, but just so not for was, me. It's just kind of a the return by who? Uh, the lightning bug, lightning, lightning bug. The album is a color of the sky. It sounds like a little. It sounds like a kid's book. Yeah, it does a little bit there. Color of the Sky by Lightning Bug. Huh. <laughs> it is weird. It is a very odd album. So, eh. like I said, new music doesn't impress me a whole lot <laughs> lately. Yeah, you still trying to find that genre that you fit into. I'm still trying to find something that I can enjoy and like that's new and not this. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll move I'm on. not an indie. I'm not a huge indie fan. I mean, there's indie's a few hard indie to get into. Indie's indie, hard to get into. Yeah, it's like. Which, I mean, considering the Black Keys is indie rock, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there are a few songs and a few things are coming up, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know what. Indie I'm not such either. A massive overarching genre. Yeah, I don't know. And so, yeah. so picking between like what you like in indie is still hard because I like, I like indie pop. I like indie rock. Right. Um, I even like indie EDM, but there's some like indie folk is weird sometimes. I there, there's so many different subgenres of indie. It's not even funny, mm-hmm. and it's just it's kind of getting crowded. It I is. hate to say it. I hate to say it. It's getting crowded. I wish something something's going to come along soon that's going to turn everything upside down again and move it in a different direction. I wish indie rock would identify as alt rock. No, I don't think they can do that. I think it's close. Yeah, I don't think they can. Do yeah, that. but then you just have. Uh, then you like, got like a spectrum yeah. of alt rock instead from soft. Well, then you go. What do you call it? alt alt classic, alternative classic? When you got, I mean, I'll, there was already an alternative. Like yeah, you know, but, when we but, were together this weekend, you know, I talked about you know we were looking at that MTV channel, MTV classic MTV on TV classic on YouTube TV, <laughs> and uh, you know they played they had they had reruns of 120 minutes back in the day. 120 minutes was your alternative music. That was. The new age, new new wave, new stuff like, uh, well, I, I can't name all the bands, but you know, like a Depeche Mode and and uh, Muse and um, Moby and uh, weird. yeah, but that's that's hundred that's that's to me is alternative. Hmm, okay. So I mean, you'd have to watch a little bit of 120 minutes just to see some of the weird shit that they put out, and and this indie has kind of fallen down that same road. I mean, it's just different. I mean, it's just, it's not mainstream. It's not, it's not terrible. It's just weird. It's just there. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Anyway, go Fair ahead enough. with your next one. What do you got next? Oh, I got Migos. Migos. The, the Atlanta trio of Quavo Offset and Takeoff. Um, they released their Culture 3. Uh, also great names after their albums Culture and Culture 2. All oh, right. We got another original one, huh? Yeah. So, so Culture 3. 
and culture. Um, Sorry, man. This is this is a long album. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> nineteen tracks, an hour fifteen. Young Rich Nissas. What? Oh, oh shit. What? Yeah, I'm not gonna say that word. Did you all? Do, I'll, do, I'll edit. Um. So I, the, I didn't say it. I said Nissas, not what it actually is. Yeah. Where are you seeing this at? Uh, I'm on Spotify, and this says YRN2 under Migos, Young Rich, but it's it's NI dollar sign dollar sign a dollar sign, and then yeah. underneath in parentheses, it's not dollar signs. No, it is not. It is not. So so I'll just not my favorite word in the world. I'll just edit that out there. Yeah, yeah that's uh, fine. No, I I didn't say the word. I uh-huh. know you didn't, but it's still I, you know. I don't. It's Anyways. there. Anyway, so they got some interesting titles to their albums. Yeah, so let's just say so, that. So Migos with Culture Two uh, was a tremendous flop. Uh, everybody hated it, including me. And that was also twenty-four songs in hour forty-five. Oh shit! So so that we, was twenty eighteen. So this time it comes out. So they come out twenty twenty-one, and it's an hour fifteen. Hour fifteen. Uh, you got massive features on here: Drake, Cardi B, Polo yeah. G, who we'll talk about later. You have Future, Justin, Justin Bieber, Bieber yeah. Juice World, uh, Pop Smoke, and Young Boy Never Broke Again. So these are these are big names in the rap world. Um, oh shit! And, and to I mean, Migos has always been known to be able to pull in big features because their songs well, the, are. What the young boy never broke again is 102 million plays on that song alone. Yeah, but that song is just yes, that's an older song. It was released earlier, hmm. which actually isn't even my favorite feature from him on the albums that I'm going to be talking about this weekend. Huh. Uh, if you listen to other music, you probably know where I'm going to go with that, but. This album is long. It is dreadful. I hated it. Uh, All right. You hate one of these things. All right. Well, okay, but Migos is known for their trap albums. And and trap has kind of fallen out since 2016, 2017 with repetitive ad-libs, subpar beats on this album, lackluster features. You get nothing out of this that I I wanted. Um, I mean, I heard the song Need It Before. Uh, I, I've heard other songs on this album, and and straightening uh, the the Jake Paul fight with Floyd Mayweather. I know we talked about that one. Yeah, that happened. Um, Migos actually walked out next to Floyd Mayweather. Oh, really? Right next to him, singing the song "Straightening" live as his walkout huh. song. So, like, he they're very influential people. They're very big in the music world. They just don't put out very good albums. They don't do good albums. They're terrible. The culture was great. Culture, the original culture. I love that album to death. I will listen to that album again and again. Culture three and two are terrible. If 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 you want to avoid songs or albums from Migos, you only really need to listen to culture. Hmm. I mean, this I liked Avalanche as the first song, and I like Picasso with Future. Those are the only two songs that stood out to me. The rest meshed together in a subpar blend of eh. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to play? Love Picasso? you ripping on your own shit. Well, okay, awesome. yeah, that's fair. Do you want to? Yeah, play it's Picasso fun. by Future or Future uh, Future. Yeah, I can do that. All right, here we go. Put a fritz around on that clock. Put a shovel when you drop in the top. I push a button now, I can't stop. I'm doing donuts, turning up the line. I stand vibed out at the spot. A meal tick when I pop out. Being all the trail, bitch, lobster. I'm doing money, I'm still a McCartney. All right, then. 
Yes, so that is Picasso. And in the beginning part, everything that you just heard, that was future. That wasn't even any of the three members of Migos there. That was all future. All right. Well, there you go. And and future future killed it. That's why I kind of like that song is because future came in and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna drop ours. And he did. So I can't complain. And that 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 sums up that album in a whole. Hmm. It's subpar. And yeah. I gave it gave it a two. Wow. Uh, I looked. I looked when you I didn't even about, give any of my albums at below a four. I think this week. Uh, I looked when you were talking about Metacritic. Yeah. Look what Metacritic was giving this one on average. Yeah. Seventy five. Yeah. Bullshit. Uh, Metacritic is weird. Metacritic is terrible. I, I think we got to get on there as as a critic, and we can as start critic, yeah, driving yeah. their numbers down. Yeah. Actually, give them accurate numbers. Right. Well, Metacritic, like I said, Lightning Bug was an eighty five. I I actually didn't. I should, I didn't look what they gave the next album. I should go look there. Real well, quick you, you keep talking. I'll find it. <coughs> no, that's all right. So right, I'm typing it right now. Fair enough. I'm um, tasking at its finest. Well, the next, I get the next one, right? Yeah, you get the next one. All right. So as I'm looking it up right now, <laughs> all right, here we go. I got the debut album. Now this one came out probably a week after our last uh, um, um, so it came out, uh, what the 17th or 11th came out on the 11th. Okay. And it is the debut album from Wolfgang Van Halen band mammoth oh. WVH. Wolfgang Van Halen. Band. So this one was kind of, you know, they kind of leaked a few of the songs. Um, the one about his dad, which is, um, the last song on the album, which is uh distance. Uh, getting 2 million plays on that one so far. You know, this is a 14 song, just over 58 minutes in length. Honestly, it's not terrible. I think it's going to be one of those albums you start listening to and more and more, it might grow on you because the first time through, I was like going, yeah. And then the second time through when I was reviewing it and I go, okay, I kind of, yeah, I'm kind of getting this. <laughs> it's kind of fun, I guess. Yeah, it's it's starting to catch. I, I just I think I expected a little bit harder edge from him than I got. I was yeah. hoping more kind of tw- I I don't want to say I don't want them to be Van Halen because I don't. Because no, you, don't. you, you, you can't. I mean, he's got to be his own identity, but I, I was hoping for a little bit harder edge. I mean, there are some good guitar playing in this. I think he's going to have to grow into his voice a little bit. There's hints of his voice being really good. And then there's hints of it being, eh. so I think he's just got to kind of tone it toward some of those better songs and not so much toward the other terrible songs. So okay. there really isn't too many bad songs on this and there, but there's not that many great songs. Fair enough. Um, I liked Mr. Ed, which I think is a cool tune. Not quite sure if it has anything to do with his dad. Um, I do like, I do I would, like, I would distance. assume that's got a little bit to do with his dad. I, I would think so. I do like distance when it is, that is the one that is, you know, after he passed, he wrote it, you know, just to say, you know, Hey, uh, you know, you're in heaven, you're in a better place, da, 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 da. you know? So, I mean, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot to that one. And that one kind of, that one kind of grabs you. Um, resolve is a pretty cool song. I think it's resolved. Did I pick resolve? Let me see. I, I picked a couple different ones here. Hang on. Um, well, anyway, so the mammoth actually came from 
when Van Halen was starting to form in its early days, it was going through a bunch of different name changes. They had had a, they had a name, but it was a band out of Europe that had the name before them. So they had to change. I couldn't remember that name, but then they went to mammoth and then mammoth wasn't quite catchy enough. So then they went to Van Halen and that's how Van Halen stuck. Which Van Halen works, I think. Right. Well, it did because I mean, you had Eddie and Alex in the same band. So two out of the four members were Van Halen. So might as well be Van Halen. Might as well be. Yep. So anyway, long story short, that's a little bit of how Mammoth was formed. You know, I think uh, Wolfie likes, uh, I shouldn't call him Wolfie, Wolfgang. Wolfie is probably more his mom calling him that. I don't want to be his mom. Hey, Wolfie. So, yeah. Wolfie, where are you? Um, anyway, so Wolfgang. You're supposed to come home when the lights turn on. <laughs> Let's go with Wolfgang, his professional name, huh? Wolfgang Van Halen uh, or WVH as he puts in his title. I'm not quite sure I like that either because now he's trying to push his, the Van Halen name. And I don't think that's right either, but anyway, that's Nothing's my personal right opinion. You, huh? I mean, mammoth WVH. What the fuck? I mean, really just call it mammoth. Okay. Anyway. Well, okay. What do you want to play anyway, from mammoth? I don't know. I, I, you know what? <clears throat> I just yeah. think I was expecting a little, I think it's a, this album's a little too popish. Really? That's what I called it. Well, uh, how old is his son? Well, he's only in his 20. I think he's in his twenties. Maybe okay. he's close to 30, mid 20, mid to late 20s. So look him up, up on look the, him up on Wikipedia. Pop area. Yeah. He grew and up then, in, the, in the pop era, I guess, where you'd see Well, he kind of did. Um, I'm gonna play Mr. Ed because I think it's a cool tune, but I mean there's other songs on here that are good. <coughs> um, You're to blame and distance are this oh, other standouts. The kid's a goob looking. He looks yeah, so he's funny. A, yeah, he is. Uh he's 30, by the way. Oh, but born okay, in 1991. All right, well, there we go. So I'm going to play a little bit of Mr. Ed. Anyway, the beginning starts out pretty cool. When he comes in with that, that chorus part, he's got a little bit of raspiness in his voice. That's when he's good. When he's trying to just sing melodically, it's like he's a little kid. But then he comes in with a little raspiness, and then it gives him a little bit of a edge to him, and then it sounds better. That sounds like a WWE intro. It kind of does. <laughs> but I mean, uh, it, you know, I mean, if you're going to play Distance, I mean, Distance is a really cool song. It's a very, uh, very emotional song because you know he's singing about his dad. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the way it is. Fair enough. What did you give this album? Uh, six. Six? Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, no, it wasn't terrible. It just, eh. it's just I was expecting a little. Album. I was hoping for a little bit more. I was hoping for a little bit more, but I didn't get it. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> but it wasn't terrible either. So I guess, like I said, first time through, I probably would have gave it a five. Second time through, I bumped it to a six. Okay. All right. That's not All right, bad. what do you got? I have a album from the large young rapper by the name of polo g uh, with his album hall of fame being his third album on the docket just coming out recently uh young youth from chicago so close to us but he's sitting at roughly 28 million monthly listeners at about 76 in the world unbelievable uh not really oh he's really one of the top rappers right now well, okay. And songs that are on this album are getting massive traction, including a rap star getting 294 million plays. 
Well, okay, I get that. But okay, now you put them in with Mammoth, which oh, they're a brand new band. You know, don't get me wrong there. Yeah. But they've only got 534,000 listeners. Yeah, but this is more polished. <laughs> Mammoth seems a little unpolished. I'm sorry. They, do. they are. They are. It's a little rough. I mean, <laughs> see, even you said. I, I, it is. I mean, it's, I, I just don't think they found their sound yet. I'm interested. I'll be interested to see what they put out next. Yeah. I think this was like, you know, I got, I got like three or four really good songs and then a couple other ones. And then they threw in a couple more and then there's an album. That was it. <laughs> so it's like, you got, you got an album off of that. Right. So, but, but like I said, I think there's hints of good. I just don't know if they found it yet. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So, so Polo G, go back to Polo G and Hall of Fame. With the album Hall of Fame. Uh, 20 songs, about 54 minutes. Just Oh, here's that. another one of your long albums. Yeah, this is another one. Um, so now Rap Star, I mean, wasn't that on a different album? No, that I believe was only released as a feature. Really? Let me double check, but I'm pretty... But it's on this album, 294 million plays on that song alone. Yep, it was released as a single. Really? It is not on either one of his other albums. Hmm. So okay. s- since 20... 20- 20 when the album the goat came out which that's another album i actually kind of enjoyed i think i gave that one a six or a seven um you got little wayne you got scory let's see you got little wayne you got g herbo little dirk g herbo i'm going to talk about later rod wave rod wave uh Baby, young thug young thug roddy da baby yeah yeah Nicki look at that Nicki minaj oh wow pop smoke 504 in i mean these are these are a lot of young people in the rap game coming together on polo g's album hmm. which Polo G is leading the youth in the rap game right now. He is arguably the forerunner for the best young rapper out there, I would say. Uh, and for good reason. I mean, he he's fighting with other people like uh, like G Herbo, Da Baby, um, Lil Baby. Very, very fun names right there back to back. Yeah, no kidding. Go but for that. Roddy Rich, same guys that are about that era or is about that age. <laughs> and and Polo G's coming out on top being the uh the forerunner. And for good reason. This album is fun. Mm. Um, this album, 20 tracks, it seems a little long, but I didn't realize I was on track like 16 or 17 when I looked at it. Oh, really? Cool. I thought it was on maybe eight or nine. I looked over, it was 16 or 17. I'm like, wow, this album's flying by. So huh. it, it doesn't give the length that you'd expect. I mean, well, it it's funny you got you got songs that are in the millions of plays, and then you got songs that are in the the ten thousands of plays. Like, you know, Toxic's only eighty eight thousand. Boom is only sixty six. But then you've got Pop Star, which a rap star that's just two hundred eighty four million, and Epic that or Epidemic eighty six million, and Gang Gang thirty nine million. Yeah, I mean, how 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 do these vary so much? I, I just because, because uh, if you look at Gang Gang, that's featuring Lil Wayne. Uh, rap star was a single release before no returns got kid Leroy and little dirk when people are listening to albums nowadays they're only picking songs that they want to listen to until somebody else tells them to listen to it okay that's how well, music is played and that's that's I mean, weird you look at the big features and you well, got- i mean yeah but you know they're usually like at least with my my type of bands that i yeah. like yep okay let, uh, i'm just, just saying different from rap and well you're drinking a beer I hey am. um but you know that it's just usually it'll be a pretty consistent amount of plays, and then there'll be like one or two songs um, that have a little bump in them because they were released prior to the album being released. Okay, so you're talking about right now, I was like, uh, 
we could talk about the album that you gave me with two songs being way ahead of everybody else and the rest of them being no no we're not so going to talk about those yet okay we'll talk about that later but yep <laughs> but i mean it's the same thing they pick out the songs they like and listen to them right but you know what i, I mean, mean this is, just, yeah this is a new album this is this is weird consistently played through well you uh, would think so but apparently i mean i guess if you're listening to uh you're listening to records or music by little wayne this one might come up because he's a feature on there yep, exactly. and then it probably gets counted when they play it. Exactly. So it's just kind of weird. It's just how they do this and how they track these plays is kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of confusing, but especially when you get into the rap guys doing all these features. Yeah. The, the features is crazy. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's, that's the part I don't, I don't quite understand, but you know, it's like, it's like we're releasing singles, but we're not releasing singles because they're, their features that are on other people's albums or yeah or like i said if they're searching just that artist and they're playing songs with that artist in them yep, could be all the features it. plus yep. all their albums plus exactly. all of this yep so i mean i get it now but it's just it's just weird to see it uh, it's just weird to see this big of discrepancy in plays sorry songs, songs that stood out to me uh rap star i think obviously being the biggest one on this album i think black hearted is really good um, I, I enjoyed that one when listening to it. I liked uh, Go One Part with G Herbo. I think G Herbo is a really great artist. Uh, Party Life with the Baby, I think, was a fun song. And uh, Clueless with Pop Smoke and 504. I think they're all they're very fun songs. Uh, when you get this song, these are songs that you want to play at a party. Right. They're songs you don't want to chill to. They're, they're fun party songs. And so, like I said, with that Clueless song, I mean, you're getting, you could get it on three different artist lists. Exactly. Right. So anyway, which one do you want me to play? Do you want to play Rap Star being Polo's biggest song off this album and currently right now? Okay. I ain't joking, do it sound like I'm kidding. I've been making like 2,000 a minute. So high up through the clouds, I was swimming. I'm probably going to drown when I'm in it. I bet she going to get loud when I'm in it. And we might have a child. There you go, Rap Star, Polo G, baby. Did you play the clean version? No, I don't think so. I just played the one that's on here. Okay. Maybe he started swearing after the 30 uh, second mark. No, there's there's a clean album release and an explicit one. I don't know. It just I'm if just playing whatever. At, if you're looking at the uh the titles, is there a little square that has an E on it? No. That's <laughs> yeah, you're on the clean one. Anyways, that's fine. Well if you hit back, if you hit back, you go right one, it's the uh the clean or the explicit, but that's fine. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there's <laughs> Well, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't care. I just thought it was funny. Oh, you know what? I because he's got there is a clean version and an explicit version. Yep. And I didn't release it because I I saw Hall of Fame latest release album and I clicked on it. Right next to it is Hall of Fame 21, 21 album, and then there's the explicit one. Yep. But that's okay. Anyway. I don't really. Okay. Care well, that's that. fine. So sorry. I guess well, he's I mean, got I mean, he's got a clean version out there, people. So you might want to check it out. Yeah. I mean, if you got kids, I guess uh, kids bop to rap star. <laughs> <laughs> I gave this album a six. I think, I think there are room to improve. I only talked about the good, but the bad is, it is a longer album. I did say that it it flowed, but it also meshed together in that flow, which is some things that you can see with rappers right now. Um, I think some of the features they kind of were lackluster. I don't really like Nicki Minaj on any feature. That's just because I'm not a big Nicki fan. Um, Rod Wave, his feature was kind of and eh, Young Thug the same way with his feature. Um, but I mean, I think that this was a great album for his caliber and I, I'm not too upset with it at all. Okay. So I give it a six. There you go. 
All right. My third album is the band AFI. 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 Do you know what AFI stands for? I did not. Do you know? Uh, some all F words. Nope. A fire inside. Ah, that's lame. I know. That's what I kind of thought. Oh, God, anyway, these guys look terrible. <laughs> so this these is guys look like douchey people you don't want to talk oh, yeah. to at a party. Well, you know this. This is their I think eleventh studio oh, album. They formed in ninety one. They're punk. Well, I wouldn't call them punk. They were punk at one point. Then yes. Ah, oh, that's lame. I mean, you know, this is Metacritic's only giving this one a sixty seven. By the way, they gave Mammoth a seventy eight. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I I don't know. I'm sorry, Mammoth got a seventy nine. Uh, this is getting a 67. I think it's kind of fitting, to be honest with you. I wasn't really thrilled over it. Um, I thought it was okay. Uh, but it's fairly average. I like the first song. Um, but where I actually heard AFI was back in 2006. So I have heard of this band, but they came out with a song called Miss Murder in 2006. Oh, okay. It's got 157 million plays. They do have 2.5 million, 2. million less monthly listeners. So they're not a small band by any means. Just not one that I follow. Do you know where I know the Miss Murder from? No. What do you know that one from? Um, WWE Smackdown versus Raw 2006. Serious? Yep. That's one of the opening songs. It's the opening song to that, that game. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, anyway, so... <laughs> That's where we know Miss Murder from, not from WWE. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I, it, you know, these right, pull the mic think from your mouth. Holy cow! I, I think they, you know, converted from punk to pop rock. I think that's fair enough. Twisted Tongues is probably the most standout track. It's it's pretty good. It's nothing special. Metac Metacritic agrees with me on an average of sixty-seven. So I gave it a five out of ten. It's eleven songs. It's 36 minutes and eight seconds. It's fairly short. So you're not nice. struggling, but twisted tongues. I'm going to play that and we'll move on to the next. All right. Fair enough. We there you go. A little bit of twisted tongues from AFI. That's you know that's the album of bodies. Yeah, it's like I said, it's kind of. Eh, it seems yeah. kind of. And maybe five was a little generous, but <laughs> it, it was oh, well, like well. I said, it's not terrible, but it's not great. There's nothing that really stands out. Everything is kind of. Eh. It's there. <laughs> it's an effort. Let's go All with right, that. Well, okay, well, go I'm with your next one. On to my next one. It is H E R, also known as Her. Her. Oh yeah. One of the largest R and B artists out there right now for the women. Uh, for very good reason her voice is amazing um it holy is... crap 21 songs an hour 19 yeah this is another long one 21 Jesus. songs an hour 19 uh Jesus. I, I got walloped here this week man i picked long albums for some reason yeah um, ty dollar sign you got little baby corday chris brown um, holy shit uh dj young Khaled, blue bryson tiller oh yeah dj Khaled and bryson yep, tiller, yep. look out wow I mean, again, there's some. What, that's not not the YG I'm thinking of, is it? Uh, not young gravy. Not the y no, it's not gravy. No young gravy. <laughs> no, this young gravy goes by young gravy. This guy goes by YG. Okay, well, I'm sorry, I'm getting kind of fair enough. Uh, <laughs> excited. I know. I, but, uh, I figured I might her, know somebody. 
Her is a fantastic. <laughs> her is a fantastic music artist. Where we look like we're getting about uh, one every two years from her for an album. Because uh, she had the self-titled in 2017, and I used to know her in 2019. Uh, with Back of My Mind in 2021 coming out, it is uh, very, very fun. Um, as R&B albums go, I loved it to death. I don't, I don't know if I could say that there was too much flaws in it. I think that it was... With the features, I think... I don't know if I really enjoyed any of the features on its own. I kind of just prefer her. <laughs> um, that was, yeah, kind of a pun. But well, I the one with Chris Brown is getting a lot of plays it on it. Is. 35 million plays. Yeah. But, but again, mean, that could be a Chris Brown thing. Well, I should say the one, the YG is getting 150 million plays. Yeah, so but like, that was that was released as a single beforehand. Again. Again, but still. And so was the Chris Brown one, I believe. 150 million plays. Unbelievable. Yeah. You you get a lot through but that. But the second most played is actually one of just hers her yeah damage <laughs> damage is really good um so. i think her vocals are fantastic uh oh, we dude. made it the intro track is fun i like bloody waters arguably my favorite uh cheat codes and uh mean it i think are other great songs and don't so all five of my favorite songs are just her by herself cool her by her her by herself <laughs> yeah um it, it's so many fun right. puns uh, but she she has such a beautiful voice, and I could listen to her singing albums over and over and over again. It is melodic. It is fun. Her range is good. It's soothing at the same time. Like it, it's impressive. Do you want to play the song "Bloody Waters" by her? I can do that. Hang on. Bloody waters from the from her. Each yeah. period E period R period. Uh, and so so, <laughs> I gave this one I give this one a seven. I think wow. that this one does better than what you could see in Polo G, because they were both very long albums. Respectfully, twenty songs and twenty one songs. I think her just stood out more to me than Polo G's did. I, I was listening to this album at work and I couldn't stop moving my head back and forth as I was coding. I was loving it. And this album kept me entranced the whole time. Uh, this is an album I'm going to come back to. Cool. All right. So my next one. So I'm on album number four of this four of seven is the band fear factory. Wow. The album is aggression continuum. Little, little background on fear factory. Shall we? Um, Fear Factory actually came on my radar in 1998. Wow. And they released a remix of Gary Newman's Cars as the last song on their album, Obsolete, in 1998. These guys have been around more than 30 years. They are probably, for thrash metal, probably one of the more dominant thrash metal bands ever. So with that being said, I'm going to play a little bit of cars just to 
kind of give you an idea of who they are because this is not who they are. So what they did is they mixed Gary Newman's vocals in with their own vocals and almost did it as a duet, which was really, really cool back then. It wasn't being done, especially when you're taking a prog rock person like Gary Newman and putting him into a thrash metal band with Fear Factory. Because once I play the other songs that are on this album, you're going to be, oh, my God, that doesn't sound anything like that. You're right. It does not. Yeah, let's go with that. 10 songs, 48 minutes, 38 seconds. Here's what I said. Um, You know, mixing their own vocals with Gary Newman's on that track was really cool. As for this album, well, it's a bit on the thrash metal side of music. Lots, and I reiterate, lots of double bass. So, first two tracks are cool. Overall, one of those albums you have to be in the mood to listen to. My brother-in-law, Mike, would probably have these guys listening to them when he was younger, although I think he's getting a bit softer in his music selection, which, again, is not a bad thing, Mike. So if you're listening, not a bad thing. You're getting a little softer in your older age. Okay, pretty interesting album. Six out of ten. Metacritic gave it an 81. It is kind of weird. It is cool. It is different. So I'm going to play a little bit of, well, I'm going to play, uh, should I play Disruptor or should I play Recode? Uh, Let's do Recode. First song on the album. That was Recode from Fear Factory. <laughs> Aggression Continuum. That that hurts. Oh, it's all like that. Oh. Also, we need to pick it up. We're going slow. Are we really? Yeah. Holy crap. All right. So anyway, anyway that's what I got. All right, go to the next one. Go to the next one. Go to the next Go X. Quick, quick, quick. Yep, yep, um, yep. Go ahead. Uh I, I realized I did an extra album anyways. I did uh I did 10 and then years on top. Oh uh, shit. Yeah, so I did Logic's Young Sinatra Collection Volume One from his mixtapes. Um, I'll do the, this quick because these are all albums like they're all of, he had Young Sinatra one, two, and three released before he became an actual full-on artist. Uh, they were only available on Spotify. So that was the oh. difference between that. Um, he's slowly starting to put them out onto his actual um, Spotify account now because they were only available on SoundCloud. I can't remember what I said. Uh, but it's these are songs that I used to listen to as a kid when I was younger. Um, they gave me nostalgia. It was kind of fun to hear all these again. Uh, my favorites are Man of the Year, Ballin', 5 a.m., and Relaxation. Um, this is a classic logic that I miss. Um, this is what made me fall in love with logic was the young Sinatra mixtapes. Uh, and, and I, and I'm glad he's putting them out there for me to listen to. Cool. You, All right. Go to your next one. Do you want to play uh ballin? Maybe if I can figure it out. Okay, it's rap pack to my pulse flat. We keep it real, no false rap. I got four cars and they all black. Got four bras and they all that. We call that ballin'. Doing this is my calling. Flow is so appalling. My phone off and she calling. I'm like, yeah, what it do? There you go. Ballin'. That is Some logic. Ballin'. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so so oh. I guess I'll go again. Uh, the next album that I was going to talk about was from an artist we already talked about a little bit already. Uh, and it is G Herbo with the album 25. This is 19 songs, 57 minutes. I am killing myself this week. Wow. Again, you got big features on here. Polo G, Lil TJ. You got 21 Savage, The Kid Leroy, Gunna. Um, wow. They're big names on here, but this album sucked. This album was terrible. This album made me not want to listen to music for a while. That's how bad Ooh. it was. It was Ooh. It was a through and through go next. Don't listen to this. Is album. it almost a flume album? Uh, no, because the flume album is one of my favorites. No, I mean, my flume side. Yeah, for your side, I wouldn't give it a zero. I think it at least gets a one. Oh, shit, that's bad. Are we even playing anything after this no, one? Please don't. Please All right, then I'll move on to mine. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Don't, if you like rap, skip this album. <laughs> if you like crap yeah, if you like crap don't listen to this one because you'll never like rap again after this one it, it hurt, it, it hurt. <laughs> all right i have a band that hasn't been around in a while um they have a few members that are pretty big named uh the band is called garbage huh. lead singer shirley manson great voice but they also have a drummer by the name of butch vig Butch Vig is a very, very well-known producer. Okay. Uh, if you look on his Wikipedia page, it lists all of his albums that he has either produced or co-produced. Let me name some of the, some of these things for you. Okay. Um, he produced many excellent albums, including Nirvana's Nevermind. Wow, that's a big one. Smashing Pumpkin, Siamese Dream. That's another big one. And uh, Foo Fighters, Wasting Light, and, Wasting Light, and Sonic Highways. Also had a part in their greatest hits. Huh. So he has been around a while. He's they've been at this, they formed back in well, garbage he formed in the mid-90s because he was pissed off. Butch Vig was pissed off with his other band. Butch Vig's been in the music business since the late 70s. Okay. So I mean he's been around for 40 years, 40 plus years. Um, I think his his debut album with garbage was probably the best one. And they had Stupid Girl and Only Happen When It Rains uh, are their two big hits back then. Hmm. Um, I do believe that this album is actually not terrible. Uh, <laughs> this was the long album of my week. This was the uh, 39 minute. Uh, no, this is, um, sorry, this one is uh, 19 songs, one hour and 23 minutes. Oh, wow. Metacritic score is giving it a 77. Okay. Um, I like the song, The Creeps. And then there's one on here that I think you just got to listen to. And and it gives you inside the head of uh, Miss Shirley Manson. It's called Anonymous XXX. Huh. And I think it's not for XXX. It's Anonymous S-E-X. Yeah. And it talks about, I don't want to see your face. Just I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm like, oh, boy. That Ooh. one's interesting. Anyway. <clears throat> Fun have to give that one a listen to if you're uh yeah <laughs> anyway um but yeah the creeps is kind of a cool song um it's getting some plays off of the album um it's not the most played song on the album uh right now that one belongs to the men who ruled the world which is not a bad song either uh no horses is getting 1.3 million plays because the night is getting a million plays but i like the creep 
Or the creeps, which is the second one. Creeps is the second song, second track on it. Uh, Second track on disc one, I should say. Hang on. So, I mean, I think they got a little Nine Inch Nails sounding. I think it's more of an industrial rock type sound. Um, I would confirm that, yeah. I would say yeah, maybe Queens of the Stone Age a little bit. Uh, definitely Nine Inch Nails in, in, induced. But Butch Vig, again, has been around a long time. I mean, I, I was amazed when I looked at his Wikipedia page and saw everything that he's been on. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I knew he was That's a impressive. big producer. That's but, impressive. yeah, it's very impressive. He's got a good repertoire out there of uh, of being a producer. And then he also plays drums. So apparently he can still play. Um, so anyway, that one's called Garbage, No Gods, No Masters. 19 songs, an hour 23. Worth a listen. I mean, I, I think I gave it a six. Yep, I did. So not bad. A little better, better than average. Fair enough. All right, move on. So this one being my second favorite album release this weekend is by the artist uh, named Faye Webster with the album I Know I'm Funny. Haha. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Faye <laughs> Webster is an Atlanta. I don't know what kind of genre I would describe her as. It's more of like a an indie melodic slow pop. All right. As the best thing I can describe it as. Um I heard I heard her originally with the song The Right Side of My Neck. Uh one of my favorite songs released. 23-year-old. Huh. Yeah, she's very young. She's good. This is her fourth album released. I don't I don't know if you would count the one from 2013, but um she is a great artist in the indie scene for sure. Getting hmm. more and more plays at 1.4 million plays, which is great. I love to see yeah. that um songs that stood out to me sometimes uh a dream with a baseball player i think that one was great and uh hall of me um i gave this album an eight i think that this is a fantastic album in that certain subgenre. she is calming her voice is nice i could listen to this album over and over in any situation if i'm trying to fall asleep it would be soothing if i'm trying to relax it would be there this is an album I am coming back to for sure and already have. I've already listened to this twice. All right. So what's on my playing? Uh, can you play uh, A Dream with a Baseball Player? I saw you last night in my dream. That's still the closest you and I have been. That's kind of sad, don't you? Jeff's face is confused right now. Uh, you know, I, it, it, I mean, it's it, weird. Had it's cool, it, it had a cool line, and then her voice is like, "Oh, it's it's okay. different." Yeah, it, it's like you're not ready for that when you first. No, oh, absolutely not. No, that's exactly that, it. It's like, soft, calming voice. You're not like, ready to hear it. I'm like, on, uh, no, no, no. It's not. It's like it almost like doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the music, but apparently, it's working. I don't know. It's kind of it's it's, it's strange. Seriously, right. one of one of my see. favorite songs, like arguably okay. of all time, is "The Right Side of My Neck" by Faye Webster. Uh, okay, well, I guess whatever. I mean, that's all right. Yeah, I'll show you that later. But all right, well, I think Faye Webster is a great artist. All yes, right, I gave it an eight. 
Well, all right. I'm going to move on to uh, the release from Sleater Kinney, Path of Wellness. Oh, you did Sleater Kinney? I did. Yeah. Did you do it? I did not. I looked okay. at it and I was like, yeah, I got Yeah, uh, You probably should have. But anyway. Really? Well, I don't know. This is a, these guys are, <coughs> I had to do they're a little different. bit of research on them. Yeah. They're different. I mean, they're only getting a half a million listeners. Um, you, you know, for as long as they've been around, I would have thought they would have had a bigger following. Yeah. Uh, but I know they took, they said they took almost a decade off. They, they formed in uh, Olympia, Washington in 94. Their debut album, Dig Me Out, earned a spot on Rolling Stone's top 500 greatest all time. Yep. Um, but after that, they came out, they went on a decade-long hiatus. They came back, must have went out in 2005, and came back in 2015 with an album. So I, I don't know. This was, um, uh, this one's called Path of Wellness. Um it's a different sound. I, I will give you that. I mean, I, an album I would love. Yeah, oh I, I, you know what? I just said uh, Matt will probably love this right up his alley. There's a few songs on here that are quite interesting. Yours, Shanghai, and Catching Smoke. Uh, just some very interesting music trying to combine bits of EDM, indie, and new pop. Uh, very odd. Metacritic gave it an 81. I'm giving it a five just because I don't. I don't think I understand it. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's, I think I'm going with, I don't I'm too, understand. I'm too, I'm too old for this stuff. Well, I, I think so. I, well, no, I don't think it's that. I just think um, it's, it's just not up your alley. This is, this is a weird genre, very similar to Faye Webster in a, Oh, sorry. Yours Shanghai. I'm sorry. That, that was the next one. I'm sorry. Um, it, very indie for me. This, these guys are very indie. They're not EDM shit. That's the next one. Um, oh, you're uh, talking about very, the, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, Worry this with was... you, high in the grass, and grass and method are the fun songs. Beyond that, it's like, eh. This is an album that I need. I put on my list to already listen to. Right, ten songs, thirty nine minutes. Metacritic score of seventy eight, five out of ten for me. Not bad, not great either. But I'm gonna play. I think. Uh, let's see, high in the grass or worry with you. Let me see. I think I'll do worry with you. I think okay. that one's. That one's getting the most plays, so we'll do worry with you. So a little bit of an interesting. Um, it's a fun riff to it. Yeah, it, it, it. I mean, that song was pretty cool as far as the rest. Of, I mean, it, it's a well, it's just under four minutes. Um, getting a half a million plays already, so it's not not terrible. They got a, they've got one of they got two explicit songs. That's one of them. Method being the other. Um, but yeah, I just I just I'm, I I couldn't get I couldn't catch on to this one. Yeah. Anyway, all right, go ahead to your next one. All right. Well, my next one comes by the artist that Jeff might recognize with Ski Mask, the Slump God. Oh my God! Did we really have Ski Mask? Uh, there was oh, a, this one of Timmy's. This was this Timmy's? Timmy and I actually saw a ski masking concert together. Didn't he put us at one of the albums on the ones we had to listen to? Yes. Oh, for God's sake. I like that album and I like this one. It was technically a mixtape because it's called Sin City, the mixtape by Ski Mask the Slump God. And it is fantastically short. Uh, nine songs, 17 minutes and 30 seconds. Well, that was a blessing for you. Oh my God. It was <laughs> the best thing I saw. When I clicked on it, I was like, oh my God, it's only 19 minutes. I was like, this is fantastic. Sweet. No, 17 minutes. 
yeah, 17 minutes. 17 and a half minutes. Okay. Um, Anything uh, we want to play? Everything is no features? I, Look at this. No features. It's no features. Going by himself. You don't see that in the <laughs> wow. community a lot. But Even I can recognize there's no features on this. I think the other big thing is the people that he would normally feature with are, uh, they both recently passed away. Um, one was by murder and the other by drug overdose. All right, so what are we playing? After we <laughs> uh, anyways, songs songs that I liked off this album, Dr. Right. Seuss, Admit It, The Matrix. Uh, I liked Yeah. I liked Merlin Staff. I think this was fun. This is energetic. This is classic ski mask that I missed. Um, this is ski mask that you could arguably say would fit right in with the You Would Regret in 2016, I believe is the album that was released. Okay. But this is, oh, 2018. Oh, I'm off. Wow. Come well, on. Give us your dates here. I know. This is the first album that we've gotten from him since 2018 um, or anything like that. And I loved it. Uh, if you want to play Admit It, I think that's my favorite song off this album. All right. Here we go. Admit it. 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 I'm something like them indigenous to something like them amphibians. Flow like water, still acidic, cold hearted like reptilian. Admit it, 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 admit it. I fuck up all the stats, tell them check the analytics. And what the fuck is the chart? I'm making double digits. What the hell? It was, it's so fun, it's so catchy, it's got me bouncing in my chairs going, admit it, admit it, admit it, admit it. Wow, I love it. I love it. What did you give this one? Uh, this mixtape, I gave a seven. Nice. This is a fun mixtape. This is one that I want to listen to again. Well, the last album you also listened to, correct? Yes. I have one more album after this one, but this album. I okay. Well, let's do this one together and then you can do your last one and then. Fair enough. We'll do our, our uh, picks of the week and wrap it up. Yes. All right. So this one is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard the with Butterfly 3000. King Gizzard <laughs> and the Lizard Wizard. They're a funky bunch. Um, right. I heard about them in 2016. I don't know why. I think it was from. Um, uh, oh, oh, what's his what's his name? He reviews Anthony Fantano. Anthony Fantano, he's a uh, the internet's busiest music nerd. He's one of my favorite reviewers that I still watch every single day. So I said this is another one you probably liked. I yeah, I tell I told Jeff earlier uh, this gave me very much so MGMT vibes. From yeah, like and I kind of figured it, EDM Indian new pop is what I called it. So. Just, I like what so which songs did you like? I uh, hold on for so if you're thinking about uh like MGMT, it sounds like congratulations. This it, it was weird, it was fun. Um I actually liked this a lot. I liked let's see here, what did I pick? I picked uh Shanghai Dreams and Your Love. Those were some of my favorites. Oh, see, and I got yours, Shanghai and Catching Smoke. Fair enough. So, so those were the three I liked. Yeah, so there's a little bit of a spread here. Yeah, a little bit um, different. Both of us liked Shanghai, which is kind of interesting. Right. And it's kind of the most played one anyway. That is, yeah, being the most played. But it's, what, it's a million versus yours at 903. Yeah. And, this is a uh, very evenly Interior people at 993, so it's not like it's close. This is a very evenly distributed album. Somewhat, yeah. Well, so for I plays guess, at least. I guess we're, I don't know. I, I just thought this was more your... Your type of music than mine, so I, I that's why I was like I wasn't sure if you were gonna do it because this. Well, is not, I didn't have anything else. I mean, this is not normal. King Gizzard, the Lizard Wizard, they're not always like this. Well, I hope not because I didn't like it. I mean, I g- still gave it a five because I didn't know what to do with it. 
Okay. I, I don't know because I, I I couldn't say I it was mean, bad. a five is fair coming from you. It's like yeah, I, I was it, it wasn't like bad, Slater but Kenny. it wasn't great either. It, it's something that you're just not used to, so it's yeah, hard it to was, review. Yeah. So um, let's play a little Shanghai, shall we? You know, if, if they didn't have all that weird synthesizers in there, it would be a pretty cool song. When the yeah. drums came in and everything else was playing, that's when I kind of, it's like the beginning of like, I mean, I can understand the Shanghai part of it. I get it. You know, it's going to sound like, you know, you're Shanghai, Japan, blah, 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 blah. blah. I got it. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Can we just rewind just a second? Where is Shanghai, dad? Oh, it's China. It's China. <laughs> For God's sakes. <laughs> Shanghai, Japan. <laughs> uh, it's been a long weekend. Well, it's, it is almost nine o'clock at night. My brain's ready to shut down. Yeah, it's, it, and we've had a long week of listening to crap music. <laughs> Shanghai, China. Shanghai, China. Shanghai, China. Sorry, China. It China. Is a, I I gave this album a six. I think it's. Well, you gave it's, a little bit. I did. Yeah, I, I think it's all right. There are some songs that stand out to me. Some songs that don't. I it's you know it's all right. It's not too bad. So, so the last album that I have is the arguably biggest music release of the past three weekends with Tyler, the creator. Call me if you get lost. Tyler, the creator's uh, very popular. He's sitting top in the world at 160th. Um, big features on this one, including another uh, long 52 minutes. Oh yeah. This is my final Almost 53 long album. minutes, but, 16 uh, songs. Features like Young Boy Never Broke Again and Ty Dolla Sign, uh, Lil Wayne, Wayne, Domo yeah. Genesis, Brent Fiaz, Lil Uzi Vert, and Pharrell Williams on the same song. Um, and, and the lowest played song on this album is about five point five million plays. Yeah, five million plays. So this yeah, song two of them and the, there's three of them in the five million. Yeah, this, this is crazy. This album's catching traction. It's Tyler being Tyler. Um, he's, he's combining a little bit of his older days like you would hear on Wolf or you would hear on like a Cherry Bomb with his newer era stuff like you would hear with Flower Boy and Igor. Um, I think he's finding a nice middle mesh ground, which I think is fun for him, um, combining both his styles and for good reason. Um, and those that are in my age group won't have a clue on what the hell he's talking about. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, no idea so those are la, la, of, la, la, la. so those are some of the albums uh tyler the creator actually won album of the year i think for igor if i'm not correct if i'm not wrong for the oh, oscars well. i don't know sure uh, not oscars grammys grammys um but this is fun that's in uh, china too or japan grammys are definitely in japan <laughs> uh songs songs like lemonhead What's your name? Lumberjack, Hot Wind Blows, and Massa, as well as Sweet. I thought you wanted to dance are some of my favorite songs on this album. This is this is another great album. I gave this one an eight. I think the flow wow. to it is great. I think Tyler is being Tyler, like I said. Uh, there's there's not too much wrong with this. I think the length is a little long. You could have trimmed up a song here or two and gotten away with it. But all right, what is, are we playing? This is an album I'm coming back to. Could you play What's Your Name? What's your name? Where you at? Where you at? Yeah. What's your name? Where's your name? What's your name? 
What you mean? Where the hell is that at? It's the oh, fourth song. I got you. I see it. Get some bread, fried an egg, yolk, and drown in the syrup. Scoop in the spot. I pick a tail number and we could be tourists. Let's go to Cannes and watch a couple indie movies that you never heard of. Listen to bands, groove when we dance, disco in France, smell some perfume, head in the wind. We can switch off. I can show you how you can really exfoliate skin. Well, that ain't terrible. It's better than some of the shit you listen to. I think the flow on it is fantastic. I think Tyler is... Uh, Go out of his way to make a fun album that he wants to make. So I, I, I have no problems with it. So he gave it an eight. I gave listen, it an eight. Listen, is, Tyler, the creator, call me if you get lost. Yeah, so my favorite albums of these past three weeks, uh, Tyler, the creator, Ski Mask, and Faye Webster. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. It's a very weird spread. I will say <laughs> where you have like this soft boy rap and you have this aggressive in your face rap and you have the random vocalist fun of Faye Webster. So, so that's all I got for you. Okay. All right. Well, I want you to go over your album that I gave you first. Oh, that's, that one was fun. Um, I know, well, kind of. Uh, so, so when I was talking about earlier about, how there are one or two songs that have a lot of plays on an album right. and then others have literally 300,000 plays where songs have 186 million plays all yep. on one album. Yep. Um, so we're talking about the white snake self-titled white album, I guess I would call it from 1987. Yep. Uh, boy, there this- are, there are better songs than just those two because is this love and here I go again. Yes. Those yeah. are their, this album in itself has their best songs. Crying in the Rain is a good song. It's not Still of the Night is an awesome song. I, I like Still of the, the Night better than Here I Go Again or Is This Love. I liked Is This Love. Um, that's okay. A Straight for the Heart. Eh. I, I think the first side is the best. Uh, very much so. Yeah. But yeah, I, you give I me the first six Still of the Night the is probably five. one of my favorite songs. Um, yeah. This album was not fun for me because <laughs> it's a little the, harder for you. The first, like you said, the first five, six songs, they were okay. Like I could get through it. The second half, I wanted to stab my ears out with a spoon, if that's even possible. <laughs> uh, they were just there. There was nothing special about them. There was nothing that differentiated them from each other. Um, and this is a hair metal band releasing an album in 1989 when hair metal is starting to 87. get it was not getting phased out. It was right at their peak. Hair metal was at its peak in 87? Yeah, it was pretty much peaking 86, 87. Oh my god, this is... But it's you just... Know, you, have to, you have to do a little bit of history of Whitesnake. The lead okay. singer, David Coverdale. Probably one of the better male rock vocals in that genre. Are they? I mean, oh, we're not talking oh, all, all... We're not talking all like a, like a Chris Cornell, but David Coverdale, one of the better. I would put him up there almost with, um, uh, uh, with, uh, oh God, no, my name's, uh, Robert Plant. Okay. Um, some of those guys that are in the. So Coverdale came out of Deep Purple, to be honest with you. Huh. He kind of replaced a couple people in Deep Purple, staying with Deep Purple for a while. Um, I can tell you the bands that he was in. Hang on. Because now here's was, here's my question while you're googling yeah. that. Yeah, that's all right. Is this one of the few hair metal bands where all of the members are still alive? Uh, could be. Because I don't think any of them have passed. I don't think so. 
Yeah, because Coverdale was lead singer of Deep Purple from 73 to 76. Okay. He's not a very young guy at all. No, he, he is not. This. He was actually born in what? He's almost 70 years old. Born in 51. Wow. So he was like 38 when these were coming out, when this album came out. Yeah, it was almost, yeah almost 40. Jeez. Yep. And he also did a he did a collaboration with Jimmy Page. It was Page and, and Coverdale and Page. That sounds sick. Yep. So I mean, he's done a lot of stuff. White Snake, he's been in the the longest. You know, yep. White Snake is pretty much uh, well, you know, anything from White Snake from 78 all the way up to present. There was a couple of breaks in there. Yep. But yeah, I mean. His his voice is one of those voices that you'll know when you hear it. I yeah, this I mean this album there obviously there are some highs and lows. Yep, absolutely. I think I think this album probably is going to get lost in the next 20 years in the way of the hair metal. Um, I don't think so. It, it, I mean if it doesn't it's going to be carried because of Here I Go Again. And well there's yeah, there's going to be a couple songs in there that are going to carry it. That's the only uh, reason why I see it not getting lost in the ways of the hair metal. Albums. Well, uh, again, I am a fan of Still of the Night. I think that's one of the best heavy metal, hard rock songs of the era of the 80s. Yep. I would put it in my top 20 songs of the 80s. Wow. But do you want to play Still of the Night then? By what let's do that. It's just it's iconic there. of there. hair metal. It is, it is, it is a hair, iconic hair metal song. It's an iconic hair metal riff. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But it's just it's just one of those songs that it sticks. It's just like it's it's like it sticks on your bones. It's like it's there. It's 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 punching you. It's trying to hit you. It just comes back, comes back, comes back. But anyway. Fair enough. I like it. But it's my favorite White Snake album. The rest of their albums are eh. Mediocre at best. This one is probably the best of the of the, of the group. So anyway, fair enough. So, right. so you gave me one. I gave you I the Avid Brothers. True sadness. I gave you something because you listened to the Avid Brothers for the first time last year, and yep, that third became gleam. one of your top album released of that year. I still would probably go buy it on on. I listened to it again when we flew down to Florida with you. Yeah, I, I listened to it on the plane. I was like, oh god, I like this album. <laughs> This is, okay, so so that was uh, the Avid Brothers with their most third recent gleam. album, the third, third gleam. gleam. Yep, and this is this one was 2016. 20, yeah, this is arguably my favorite Avid Brothers album, and that is saying something because I put the third gleam as my number one album of last year. So, with that being said, Matt, oh god, honestly, my favorite album on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Love and Ain't No Man, No Hard Feelings, and True Sadness are the three songs that I like. Honestly, there's not a bad song on this. A couple of okay ones, but overall not bad. Seven and a half out of ten. Wow. I think I like Third Gleam better. That's fair. I think it's I got... I think that panders, that panders to I think, you more. I think it, it flows a little better than this one. Okay, that's fair. Uh, but this one is not too far off. I, I, figured I'd give you, I figured I'd give you a really nice treat for coming back and getting it back in the flow of things. I will go back and listen to a few more times, and I'm going to go back and listen to a few more albums from these guys. I think it's the subtle banjo playing that I'm, I, I like it, and I'm not sure why. 
So but I can catch it. I can catch it in the background of most of the songs, and it's there, and I know it's there, mm-hmm. but it's not there. It's like it's it's not front and center. It's it's so subtle, but it's like, oh, there's a banjo. Oh, there's a banjo again. Yep. It's like I kind of just I just like the sound of a banjo. I don't know why when I'm listening to this type of music. So it's so, so cool. I have a question here. Yeah. When we started this podcast back in the quarantine of 2020. <laughs> um God, you were saying that you couldn't find it. any albums or any artists recently that you were excited for a release. If this, you see this, the Avon brothers are releasing a new album coming up, are you I'm, gonna be excited? Have you yes. found a band that you actually like that are putting out music? I, I do like them. Yes. I, I think they are probably a band that I actually do like that is current. Oh my goodness. I'm I'm and happy. it's not this is not in my normal no, this, this is thing. not your wheelhouse. This is no to a T. Yeah, this is, but th- th- there's something about these guys, and I I really can't put my finger on it. I always come back to the damn banjo. I don't know why, but it really works. It, I just it just it works. I don't get it. Ugh, I, I just it just drives me crazy because this is just something I'm not supposed to listen to. No, <laughs> this is not you at all. And I do, and I like it, and I, I it's just it's just one of those kind of. I get my weird quirk spinoffs, and this is just one of them. This is one of them that you just love. Yeah, it, it really is. So I think we should play, which one? I like Ain't No Man. Hard, I love Ain't feelings. No Man. Um, no Hard Feelings. And what is the other one I liked? Oh, um, oh yeah. the I like I like Mama, I Don't Believe, Ain't No Man, and No Hard Feelings. Those are my favorite. Uh, True Sadness movies. is the other one I like. But um, I think we'll do Ain't No Man. Let's just start off right yeah. off with the title track, or the, the lead track of the album, Ain't No Man. Yeah, I like that. There's no banjo on that song, but I like that song. It's so fun. <laughs> it is so fun. That's why I didn't want to talk about it earlier because I wasn't going to spoil it for you. I I'm like uh, you even thought I was going to hate it. You thought for sure I was going to. I thought you were, you were going to hate it. I know it. I know it. You uh, you were trying to pry it out of me before we started the podcast. I was like, so what did you what did you think? Oh, it's, it's, I'm going to save. I'm going to save it for the end. <laughs> no, I'm just happy that I I got you an artist that you fully truly. The sad part is that was my favorite song of this of this podcast and it was the first album i listened to <laughs> so everything was downhill from everything here. was downhill from here it went down <laughs> it went downhill from there oh. so i mean so now i gotta go back and i've got to listen to you know i gotta listen to what is it i love i and and love you and look in you i and love and you yeah there you Boy, go. that's hard yeah but so I mean, uh, there's that one. There's uh, there's there's a, there's a live one. Them. There's what Maggie and or Magpie and the Dandelions. Yep. And then there's the Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to listen to the vibe. Oh, I mean, their first album. Oh, in oh, well, I guess 2002. Oh, closer than together. That was 2019. Yeah. Now there's oh they had the Gleam, second Gleam, third Gleam, third Gleam is my favorite. Yeah, I like the third it. Gleam is so good. But I wonder. Uh, yeah, I think I need to go back and just. Just slowly listen to them. Like every once in a while, and you're like, huh, I wonder what I'm bored. I don't know what I'm I'm just going to start back at the beginning and just start with Country Buzz. Yeah. And see where they kind of. I will say, I will say they have found their sound more recent than what you're seeing in like 2002. (coughs) 
<laughs> well, uh, I, would I, say, like this, I would say I like and I love you and on I think are their great albums. Okay. Um I love you actually being their most popular album in 2009 technically. In 2009. Okay. In front of True Sadness. I and love movie. and you. Yep. I and I love, love and you. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But there you go. So I'm happy that you found an artist. See, that's why I saved it till the end. That so I got for you. Yeah. All right. So we went way over. Like we what? definitely did. Let's hope our editing changes it. But not. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's all we have on this episode of Pause the Music. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Pause Music Podcast. Uh, on Facebook, you can also find us there. Um, I got to do a few more playlists. I think I'm a couple playlists behind. So uh, I would assume so. Probably. Yeah, find us on Spotify. Uh, yeah. Okay, fine. Let's get uh, it. Any, anything else to add here? I said enough. Fair enough. So did I. <laughs> All right. I'm Matt. I'm Jeff. We're out of here. See you guys.